Hello everyone, I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you tuning in and watching our broadcast, and I pray that it'll be an inspiration to your life. Today I'm going to take you into one of our services here in Crowley, Texas, at our home church, Heritage of Faith Christian Center, where I was preaching on the prophetic word that the Lord gave me for 2018. And that is, days of glory, days of flourishing, and days of abounding. I believe you and I are headed for some of the most terrific days of our lives. We're going to experience God's blessings in a powerful way, in a new way, and God is going to cause you to flourish and to abound like never before. So I want to encourage you to watch closely as I share this message with you. And once again, I'm going to take you into the service here at Heritage of Faith Christian Center. And then at the close, I'll make some closing remarks. So be sure and stay tuned for that. Watch now and be blessed. Hallelujah. I want to welcome our viewing audience into the service. <laughs> I hope you've been watching it all, praise God. And I hope that same anointing has come into your living room, your bedroom, your car, wherever it is you're watching this service. And people watching all over the world. And I'm going to continue speaking on the prophetic word the Lord's given me. So I guess you would call this part two. <laughs> I want to read that word once again. Now, prior to this, earlier in October, when I went before the Lord asking him about what he wanted me to focus on in 2018, he said, I want you to keep preaching, teaching, and emphasizing faithfulness and that the faithful shall flourish just as you did in 2016. And then I flew to Alabama to do a meeting on October the 27th. And uh, while I was in my hotel room preparing for that service, the Lord said this, These are indeed the days of my greater glory, saith the Lord. I will cause it to manifest for all who have remained faithful to me and faithful to my word. And I will cause them to flourish and to abound even as I have promised them in my word. I will honor their loyalty to me by enabling them to overcome every attack of the evil one. Somebody shout every attack. Every attack. Not just a few, but every attack. every attack. I will enable them to overcome every attack of the evil one and I will bring them into greater or the greatest breakthroughs that they have experienced thus far. Rest assured that I'm working in their behalf even now. And they shall triumph, and they shall be victorious. And all shall see that I am still the God of the breakthrough, and I'm still the God who keeps covenant. So lift up your hands and lift up your voices and praise your God, the God who is unlike any other, the God who blesses all those who have been loyal and faithful to him, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. So let's do it again. Lift up our hands and lift up our voices and praise the God who is still the God of the breakthrough. Say, my God is still the God of the breakthrough. Hallelujah. So the Lord said to me that 2018 will be days of glory, days of flourishing, and days of abounding. Have we got it up there? Praise God. So get that into your spirit. Have we printed this yet so everybody can have a copy of it? If not, it's, we're working on it, praise God. 
Few Christians realize that God has always been committed to bringing goodness, joy, happiness, prosperity, and health to his people. That was the primary reason why he sent his son to shed his blood and to die the death of the cross. One of the most famous scriptures in the Bible, you learned it as a child, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Later, this same John wrote in 1 John chapter 4 and verse 9, in this was manifested the love of God toward us. In what Jesus did at Calvary, it was God manifesting his love toward us. Because that God sent his only son, or his only begotten son, into the world that we might live through him. Now, prior to Jesus going to the cross, as you well know, mankind was under the dominion of Satan. And that was certainly not the way that God had intended for man to live. John also wrote in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 8, For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Amen. That's the reason he came, out of love and for the purpose of destroying the works of the devil in our lives. We don't have to be under Satan's dominion any longer. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Look at somebody and say, and thank God I'm free. That's what being redeemed is all about. He paid the price for our redemption through his shed blood. We're no longer under Satan's control. Now go with me to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, one of the great letters in the Bible regarding what Jesus did at Calvary, what he did in our behalf, the love that he displayed and demonstrated in our behalf. Verse 1 says, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. The Amplified Bible says, And you he made alive. I'm not spiritually dead anymore. I said, I'm not spiritually dead anymore. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. I'm free. I'm free and I'm alive. Hallelujah. Praise God. Not just physically, but I'm alive in my spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. Verse two says, we're in, in times past, you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. The Amplified Bible says, you were under the control of the demon spirit that still constantly works in the sons of disobedience. Verses four and five say, but God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he saved us. Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ by grace ye are saved. And the Amplified says, but God, listen to this statement, in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love which he loved us, with which he loved us. The great, the wonderful, and the intense love with which he loved us. He made us alive together in fellowship and in union with Christ. Did you catch that phrase? In order to satisfy the great and wonderful 
and intense love with which he loved us. This kind of love doesn't stand around forever and watch a spiritual outlaw named Satan run over his children, attempt to keep them bound, limited, and restricted so that they can't live the way that God intended for them to live. That's not the God we serve. And that's the reason he, he made the decision to send heaven's best, his only son. Real love doesn't stand around and watch his children suffer. I wouldn't do that with my children. I don't do that with my children. Amen. You, 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 you may have an issue with them, but they're my children. <laughs> you may not love them like I do, but nothing will ever change my love. Not only that, I will spend the rest of my life proving my love for them. And my love language is gifts. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, a lot of people, it's just words, you know, and that's fine. Praise God. I tell them I love them. I tell my wife I love her. But I also do it with gifts. Hallelujah. God so loved, he gave. I've been hanging around God so long, I'm acting just like him. <laughs> I so love, I give. Hallelujah. That's, that's one of the ways I express my love. Carolyn was telling Richard Lindsay Roberts uh, this weekend while they were here in this conference we had that uh, many times when we were going on vacation, uh, I kind of sneak around and, and uh, I watch Carolyn when she's at the mall, you know, and I just kind of, she thinks I'm in the men's section, but I'm hiding. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and sometimes, I, I, a lot of times I am in the men's section, but I'm hiding to watch something that gets her attention. If I see her express in any way some kind of attraction to it, then I make a mental note of that. And as soon as she leaves that area, I go buy it. And then we'll come back to the hotel and she don't know I bought it. And I'll hide it under her pillow. Or I'll hide it in the closet. Or sometimes I wait until we start flying back and I've got it in my suitcase. Now I've got it overhead and uh, while she's doing something else, I'll reach up to get my briefcase out of the overhead and she'll think I'm getting something out to read or something. And I'll just pull that out and lay it in her seat. And she comes back and says, what's this? <laughs> I love doing stuff like that. Amen. She's the object of my love. We've been married 51 years. Hallelujah. Amen. And she's still the object of my love. And you're the object of God's love. And he didn't stop giving when he sent Jesus to the cross. That's probably the first time we were aware that God's love language is giving. <laughs> but he's still a giver. In fact, you could never outgive him. Can you say amen? So this is what redemption is all about. God showing his great, wonderful, and intense love. So I've learned to, to do that with my own children. I would do anything in my power to get my children free from someone who intended to hurt them or harm them. I'd do anything in my power. In fact, I might forget that I'm a preacher, praise God. <laughs> 
So I don't live like that anymore. But if someone was endeavoring to harm or hurt one of my children, they would see a side of Jerry Savelle they'd never seen before. You know, I'm not as big as my daddy, but uh, I got his spirit, I think. You don't mess with my children. You don't mess with my children. Amen. And God uh, don't want you messing with his kids either. Not you necessarily, but the devil. So this kind of love that he's talking about, he's not going to just stand around and watch his people suffer and not do anything about it. So that's exactly why Jesus went to the cross. He was willing to shed his own blood, pay the price in order that we might be free from this tyrant named Satan. And Jesus didn't fail in his mission. Can you say amen? amen. John chapter 15 and verse 13 says, greater love hath this than no man. Greater love hath no man than this, rather, that a man be willing to lay down his life for another. And that's what Jesus did. Doesn't that sound like someone who's deeply committed for our well-being? It was never his will for us to live in bondage. It was never his will for us to be controlled by sin or fear or sickness or disease or poverty or lack or want. His will was and still is for us to live like David described in Psalm 23. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What did we learn about goodness? It's one of the manifestations of the glory of God. These are days of glory, folks. I said, these are days of glory. Days of the manifested goodness of God like we have never experienced before. Amen. And how often should we be experiencing it? All the days of our life. Amen. God does something good for me every day. I don't know where you folks have been living, but he does something good for me every day. Amen. Sometimes it's big major stuff and sometimes it's small stuff, but nevertheless, if it's good, it's God. Amen. Amen. But he's doing something good for me every day. That's not to say that I don't have adversity. That's not to say that I never come under attack. But somehow, because God is good, he'll make something good out of it. Can you say amen? What Satan means for bad, God will turn it into something good. Hallelujah. So we are to experience the goodness of God in our lives every day in some way. Hallelujah. The uh, Revised Standard Version says, surely goodness and mercy shall pursue me all the days of my life. The goodness of God is chasing us down. Some of you need to stand still and let it come on you. <laughs> Amen. It's pursuing you all the days of your life. I like to do this <clears throat> and I travel all the time as you well know, but everywhere I go, I don't care where it is, Italy, Sicily, uh, Canada, wherever it is. When I get off that airplane, I say, blessings, if you're looking for me, I'm in Canada now. Come on me, overtake me, hallelujah. 
Amen. So get up every day thinking, no matter what you're going through, goodness is looking for me. Goodness is pursuing me. Hallelujah. Expect it. Amen. In other words, God is doing everything he possibly can to get his goodness into your life. We were created to enjoy the goodness of God. Amen. I wasn't created to, to, to experience the wrath of God. I was created to experience the goodness of God. Amen. Throughout the Psalms, David talks about the goodness of God. God is good. He praises him for his goodness. Amen. In fact, David once referred to the goodness of God as a blessing. In Psalm 21, 3, for thou prevenest, the word prevenest here means uh, to go before or to precede. He says, you go before me with the blessing of goodness. Hallelujah. Get up every morning and, and expect God to go before you wherever you might be going. And he's preparing a trail of goodness for you to follow. Hallelujah. Amen. You, you precede me with your goodness. The New International Version says, you came to greet me with rich blessings. The New Living Translation says, you welcomed me with success and prosperity. Amen. So apparently success and prosperity are characteristics of the goodness of God. Get that deep down into your spirit that God's goodness is a blessing and that he wants you to enjoy it every day of your life. So once again, apparently the blessing of goodness includes prosperity and success. The Bible tells us in, uh, in Exodus chapter 18, verse 9, talking about Jethro, the father-in-law, father-in-law of Moses, it says that Jethro rejoiced for all the goodness which the Lord had done for Israel. I don't think God's people are rejoicing enough. Let's try over here. I don't think God's people are rejoicing enough. You know, it, it, it's almost like um, we, we observed one time our grandchildren at Christmas time. And, and, you know, they'd have so many gifts from, from their mom, their dad, their, their, their aunt, their uncle, Carolyn and I. And, and, and we always celebrate uh, Christmas, New Year's Eve night, you know, New Year's Eve. Pardon me? Christmas Eve. What did I say? New Year's Eve. Christmas Eve. Thank you, sir. That's reading he's pastor. And... Uh, <laughs> So we always celebrate December 24th. That also happens to be my birthday. Amen. And uh, so we have my birthday first. I want two gifts. <laughs> we have my birthday first. And then we celebrate Christmas. And, and the kids, I mean, you know, we're extravagant. We're, we're, we're El Shaddai, Papa, and Mimi. Were the grandparents to do exceedingly abundantly above all they can ask or think. And so they got a lot of presents. And what we observed was this. They'd open one with excitement, pull it out of there, throw it to the side, and go to the next one, pull it, throw it to the side. And 
and, and looking for something else to open when it's all open. And there was very little thanks, very little rejoicing. It's the same way with God's people. You know, God gives them a breakthrough. Hallelujah. And they forget all about it. And then the next time they need another breakthrough, they stay down and depressed until something happens. God is pouring out gifts, but he'd like to receive some thanks every once in a while. He'd like to hear some rejoicing every once in a while. The Bible says once again that Jethro rejoiced for all the goodness, for all the goodness. How many of you have ever experienced the goodness of God? Have you experienced the goodness of God in some way just in the last few days? Well, rejoice. Rejoice. Now, let me, let me say something here, and I'm not trying to be critical, but if you have a hard time rejoicing in public, it's because you're not practicing it in private. Amen. So I'll give you one more opportunity. If you've experienced any of the goodness of God in some way in the last few days, rejoice. Rejoice. Hallelujah. Rejoice. Amen. Amen. So we should be rejoicing regarding the goodness of God since God wants it to manifest in our lives every day of our lives, then there should also be some rejoicing every day. Be thankful. Be thankful. I think a lot of Christians fail to experience the goodness of God primarily because they don't show enough thankfulness. They don't rejoice enough. It's like spoiled kids. Hmm, touched a nerve there, didn't I? It's like spoiled children. Let's not become spoiled children. David, in one of his Psalms, declared in Psalm 31, 19, Oh, how great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee. Laid up. Everybody say, laid up. Eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. Amen. So there's, there's goodness stored up that you and I haven't even seen yet. I feel in my spirit, we're going to see a whole lot more of it in 2018. Praise God. Amen. Days of glory. Somebody shout days of glory. That's the manifested goodness, presence, and power of God. I trust you were inspired by today's message, and I want to encourage you, be sure and join me again next week for the conclusion of this message. It is going to be powerful, and I don't want you to miss it. God wants you to flourish. God wants you to abound. It's going to be days of glory, praise God. And I believe by the time this year is ended, you're going to be able to testify that you experienced flourishing, abounding, and praise God, some of the greatest blessings that you've ever experienced in your life. Don't forget our special offer, four CDs on this subject, 2018, Days of Glory, Days of Flourishing, and Days of Abounding. 
I can't cover all the material that I covered in each one of these messages on the television broadcast, so be sure and place your order for this special series. I want you to listen to it very closely. I want you to take notes, invite people over, invite family over, and listen to them together. I believe that they're going to take you to another level in your walk with God. So be sure and place your order right away. All the ordering information is on your screen right now, so be sure and write it down. Call in, write in, however is most convenient for you, but be sure and get these CDs. Once again, the title, 2018, Days of Glory, Days of Flourishing, and Days of Abounding. You know, we love receiving testimonies from people just like you, people that are watching our broadcast, people that uh, are linked with our ministry, partners with our ministry, and we love hearing your testimonies. Here's one from Frank. He said, we had planted seeds several months ago toward the sale of our mobile home, and praise God, we sold it. Thank you for your prayers and agreement. We share your CDs with others, and they are blessed as well. Thank you, Frank, for taking the time to write to us, and we rejoice in the blessings that you're experiencing in your life. Here's one from Becky. You visited our church recently in Montebello, California, with the Chariots of Light Christian Bikers. While hearing you speak, we started to believe that the same favor that is on your life would come on our life as well. We were notified that $100,000 was eliminated off of our mortgage. We call that the favor of God. We are that much closer to being completely debt-free. God is good. God is faithful. Thank you for your faithfulness. Becky, we rejoice with you. That is a wonderful testimony and certainly is a testimony of the favor of God. And you know, God's favor is available to each and every one of you. You know, I, I began to learn to walk in the favor of God way back in 1969, and it's increased in my life, and I'm telling you, it's the only way to live. Start believing for the favor of God to manifest in your life each and every day. Once again, thank you for joining us today. Be sure and join us again next week, and until then, Jerry Savelle reminding you that your faith will overcome the world. It's time to get excited about 2018. Days of glory, days of flourishing, days of abounding. The Lord spoke to Jerry Savelle about the new year and what it will contain. In this power-packed four-CD teaching, you can dive deep into the Word for 2018 and all God has for you. These are indeed the days of my greater glory, saith the Lord. I will cause it to manifest for all who remain faithful to me and faithful to my Word, and I will cause them to flourish and abound, even as I have promised in my Word. 2018 can be your best year ever. 2018, days of glory, days of flourishing, days of abounding. God is working on your behalf and you shall triumph and be victorious. Don't wait. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request the powerful four CD teaching, 2018, days of glory, days of flourishing, days of abounding. Start the new year off in faith following the God of the breakthrough and get ready to experience your greatest breakthrough yet. Next week. Anybody can praise him after it happens. It takes great faith to praise him while you're waiting for it to happen. And great faith to praise him when it looks like it'll never happen. And great faith to praise him when the devil's screaming at you and it'll never happen. 
would you just get up, jump out of bed, dance a jig before the Lord, and say, just hide and watch, devil. In the name of Jesus, he never failed me. Hallelujah.